following program is pre-recorded. Live from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help, and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. Well, June, right before the program, we'll let people uh, peer behind the curtain, as it were. Uh, You and I were talking about a passage that I just mentioned in uh, relation to, uh, in fact, one of our uh, our callers we've talked to about 2 Peter 1, verses 3 and 4. And you said that's uh, probably one of the most foundational, most important passages in what we do in, in uh, uh-huh. realizing that people can change through the power of God. So and you also had said you had an illustration there, which I would love to hear. We didn't have time to talk about it. So oh, what do you have? Okay. <laughs> well, <clears throat> okay. Second Peter, uh, the first chapter, beginning in verse 3, um, says, His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness. And it goes on to verse 4, and it says, so, so like, how, how does he do this? What, what, how can we have everything we need? Hmm. Because look at the depravity in the world, etc. Okay, so it says that he has given us um, great and precious <laughs> promises, um, through these, you may, listen to this, participate in the divine nature. Divine nature, that's unusual wording. And escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Okay, divine nature. What do we mean divine nature? Or what does God mean when he allowed this to be his word? Um, nature means that which is natural. Uh, and, and I remember when I first was trying to deal with this scripture, I thought about a friend of mine who, in college, we were friends, and then she married someone, and um, he was a photographer, but also he had a pig farm. Hmm. (laughs) And I one time was in Iowa, and I was on the property, and it had a definite um, fragrance. Yes, I bet. um, Different. now, pigs will wallow in, it could, could be a pool, but they it also in their own um, manure. Their skin is, uh, can be, th- think about bright sun, strong sun. They can get burned, um, meaning it can be very uncomfortable for them, and this cools them down. Um, I think pigs are cute, by the way, <laughs> and I have a few little pigs around here and there. But the point is, um, a pig is very different from a cat. I had Heidi and Howdy hunt two kittens. They were going to be destroyed, and so I saved their little lives. And they were white, um, short-haired kittens, and uh, raised them, and they played with each other. I could call them with a whistle, and... Uh, it was fascinating, but initially I didn't know what to do. Uh, I was raised with dogs, and yes, there were a few cats around along the way. But but I remember getting this kitty litter, and I thought, what do I do? How do I how do I help them understand what to? And so you know, yes, I put them on it. I thought, do I stand in the middle of the <laughs> kitty litter? And I thought, well, I don't really think so. But if I, you know, then they just 
put them on, and then they did what comes naturally. I could, in one time, Heidi and Howdy, I, well, I would, I, I would let them out, and then I could do a whistle, a just that it was just every time they would come, <clears throat> they were obedient. Um, Heidi was a little prissier uh, than than Howdy. People loved who don't like cats. They loved my my cats, and uh, it was just so unusual because they played and and uh, I. But you know this this pig would never. Oh oh oh! I, meant, I want to say this. Uh, they would clean each other, meaning lick each other's lips. I'm, I'm sorry, li sorry, lips. Uh, that's wrong. Uh, lick each other's ears and and kind of help them clean themselves. They were very clean. Not so with the with the pig. Now, the pig would not ever become like a cat. That's not the nature of the pig. And Obviously, the cats would not be like, would not wallow in manure. Um, they are, they're, that's not their nature. But with us, we have a sin nature. We are born with the sin nature. Um, there are several passages that confirm that. And I remember years ago, before I was a, a Christian, I thought, I said, well, oh, uh, I, I think everybody is born good. That's what I was taught uh, in a different church, but that's not true. We are born with the sin nature, and I'll, I can give the scripture on that, but the point is, when we become authentic Christians, we are given a new nature. That's my point of Second Peter 1, 4. It says, you may participate in the divine nature, that's yes. Christ's divine nature, mm. and escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. It, it's not that we're so good that we can escape on our own. No, it's when we are given a new nature. His divine power has given us, therefore, everything we need to live a godly life. That's why I think the scripture is so significant because he literally enables us Jesus Christ when we receive him as our personal Lord and Savior he literally gives us his nature It's been 20 years since June Hunt was first called into international ministry through the translating of our keys for living into the Russian language the Lord has refined our focus in recent years to partnership with ministry leaders in key global regions whose reach is expanding to international training events, radio programming, and impact across borders that only indigenous leaders could cross. God is multiplying hope through the translated Keys for Living and the globally relevant counseling model of June Hunt that you have come to understand as a valued listener of Hope in the Night. When you support our Hope for the Heart international ministry, you give directly to men and women who are giving their lives to equip and empower the church in their regions for the Lord's kingdom. Come with us around the world to share the hope of Christ. Visit us online at hopefortheheart.org forward slash international. 
Would you like to talk to June Hunt about a situation in your life? Consider having that conversation on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night and let June help you discover practical help that's grounded in God's truth. Your story will be heard on all of our radio affiliates. And of course, we protect your privacy by providing you with a different name. And as it happens often in our program, when you share your story, you might help someone else find biblical hope and practical help for their life. It's ministry multiplied. For an opportunity to talk with June Hunt on Hope in the Night about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or some other concern in your life, call 800-917. That's 800-644-4817. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call tonight. 800-917. 800-644-4817. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of hope for the heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of this ministry. We thank you for that. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE, and they're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd be happy to help guide you to God's hope through our resources. Uh, That number again, 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. And if you would like to speak with June about a specific situation in your life and do that on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, we welcome your call at 800-917. That's 800-NIGHT17. And when you call... We want you to leave a message so we can get back to you and talk to you about being on an upcoming Hope in the Night. We'd love to uh, just have that conversation with you, see what questions you might have, what uh, guidance or help you could use, and uh, we'd like to provide that for you so uh, we can schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. Again, that's 800 917 4817 I want to mention to you the... Uh, class, uh, a series of classes actually on how to handle your emotions coming up on uh, each Sunday through the almost the end of March. So you've got time, but each week is new and different topic each week. This coming week will be the topic of grief, and you can do that. It's a Discipleship University class that June Hutt is teaching at 5.30 on Sundays. That's Central Times on uh, Sundays, 5.30 to 7. If you cannot attend in person at First Baptist Church of Dallas, you can use the Zoom option. Just find out all the details there at hopefortheheart.org slash events, and we hope to see you there. Let's go ahead. Sure. I, I want to say one thing that I, when I said that we can have Christ's divine nature. That is true. Um, we're talking about his his moral nature. There are natural attributes like omniscience uh, that never change uh, of God. Omnipotence, meaning he's all-powerful. Uh, omnipresent, he's present everywhere. There are those that are natural attributes. But what I'm saying is we get to have based on second peter 1 uh, 4 we literally can change natures and we have his divine nature in terms of the moral attributes and that's what's so fantastic excuse me for interrupting like that but i just want to if somebody's thinking well wait a minute i can't i, I don't know how i would have 
the na- the divine nature of God. It, we're talking about the the moral attributes. Great. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that. Well, let's get to our caller for tonight, and uh, we want to welcome back to the program our caller uh, from just last night, and uh, we uh, have him listening on KCBI in the, in Texas. We welcome back to the program, Joe. Well, my goodness, this is unusual. Joe, it's wonderful to have you back just the day after. That's wonderful. So welcome. Yes, ma'am. How are you tonight, Jen? Well, I'm I'm blessed to talk with you because I knew that um, you had your first words to me, at least that I wrote down, where you said, I am an addict. And then we began to talk about strongholds. And, um, yes, ma'am. You, you you want victory, and that's great, see, to have that desire. And you mentioned a sexual stronghold. Well, uh, we, can, we can delve into that if you wish. Or do you have something specific? To tell me what you're thinking right now. Well, I'm just thinking that these strongholds, they, they, uh, they pop up throughout the day. Um, I'm always having to go to battle with them. With a liar, he's always there trying to rear his ugly head. It's like a, it's like a fish lure being all shiny and brighty and teasing me and tempting me with things or sexual in the way or otherwise, mm-hmm. even in other ways too. And uh, it's just a, it's just a stronghold that I try to break in and keep repeating scriptures, scriptures, and having faith. And all, all I can think is that God used these to. To strengthen my faith, to, for endurance in, in, the, in the storms, and, uh, and I wanted to get some feedback from you about how a better way to break these strongholds that I know that don't just come up in my life, it has to come up in other people's lives too, because that's how the devil gets it. It's, 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 some people are, dead, are addicted to food. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of types of, a lot of types of strongholds that people have. It's not just sexual. There's other ones, too, and I, I think I could get, use some good advice from you, Jim. Well, the truth is, we've all been tempted just in different areas. And it is true that um, we can have different temptations. Uh, for example, there are those who have zero temptation to do crack cocaine or whatever drug of choice um, and that, that so that's not a temptation but for others that is huge based on the past and likewise it's, and um, you know when I've uh, taught on on and, and spoken on the topic of of temptation um, if you go fishing there's a lure and that's an interesting word, a lure, when a person is fishing, which is to draw, attract fish. Well, the truth is, not every lure works for all fish. And you use different lures for different, different fish. And the reason I say that is um, because if you think about uh, a, a certain type of fish, in other words, uh, for you use a dry fly for trout, uh, worms for, for bass, uh, stink bait for catfish, because we, the, the fish, 
It depends on which kind of fish they are. There's a different lure to for them, or in this case, bait. So, what I think is important is to acknowledge, everyone needs to acknowledge, should acknowledge, okay, this is my area of challenge. What do I do? And I, this is why I respect that you're saying, I have a sexual stronghold, so I want to know specifically what I can do. And there are specific things. In fact, don't worry, I'm going to be sending you something on sexual addiction, which has helped so many people, and that's going to give you the, a lot of specifics. But tell me something. When you first were growing up, um, what was your experience? I, I do know, I remember a number of things you said last night. You, you told me um, what it was like for you, that you really didn't have good instruction uh, your dad wasn't in the picture. Um, right. Your your mom was there, and there were positive things about her. But that you you, you described her as a hippie. <laughs> I remember that. And basically, what I heard from you though is, you want to turn a corner and experience a genuine victory in your life. You said you had given your life to Christ. Well. One of the things that he does when he comes into our lives, if we've humbled our hearts and received him as our personal Lord and Savior, giving him control of our lives, um, he has a a nature that we don't have. Uh, we don't certainly don't start with, and and that is a divine nature, and he. Gives, he is almighty, he's all-powerful. Therefore, with him on the inside of you, as he lives inside you, he, it's his power that literally you have, have victory through. Uh, it's, I can do all things through Christ, through Christ who is my strength. And that's one of the things you claim. It is his power in you that gives victory for you. So tell me what it was like for you in in this area, the in the sexual area, growing up. What what well, has I, been your challenge? I, I I was kind of protected from it. I didn't wasn't around it much. It kind of all started when I was a few years older. I uh, I once got a job at a an adult place, and uh, I was curious and. One thing led to another, and then I found myself being more attracted to that type of material, sad to say, but um, mm-hmm. it, it, it became a stronghold. It, over time, it became a stronghold, and uh, okay, it's still so, so, a stronghold. But, I mean, yeah. I, I still, it still bothers me. Uh, so, so I, Joe, I don't know what else to say about it, Jim, but yeah, uh, so, it, it, yeah, Joe. It, it's just a stronghold. Yeah, Joe, so what you're saying is much earlier, you when you were beginning working, uh, you basically went to work at a, sometimes they're called adult bookstores, um, yes. tri- triple X stores, um, and there can be all kinds of uh, different types of 
sexual activities that go on in those stores. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Well, and the curiosity of it, it would be uh, a different environment than what a child would experience. And yet, how old were you when you first started working at this? Uh, that was I was in my 20s. Okay. All right. Well, I had never had very much sexual experience had growing up as a child. I was kind of off in places where I didn't have where, where that wasn't uh, available. Uh, it was kind of a mm-hmm. it was kind of a taboo type of thing with me, and mm-hmm. uh, I didn't really get involved until later on in in my life. And, Got it. And that bothers me today. It makes me makes me feel shameful and makes me feel bad about myself and uh, and that that, that 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 affects my recovery from 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 my addictions. Right. And I just need yes. So at times, do you have images that come back that are erotic, sexual, and you don't Sometimes. want them, but they come back? Okay. Well, this is just to let you know that is normal. And there's something I want to share with you. It's normal in this way. The nature of that which is erotic, it it makes you desire, you're attracted to what you see or what you are, are experiencing. And there are those who have wanted freedom and they don't want the images to come back. But I want you to understand that there is, I want you to understand the process of what goes on. Okay. When, when there is an erotic, highly emotional, anything that's very powerful in image, it could be dramatic or traumatic, then epinephrine, adrenaline, is released in your body and it goes through the bloodstream and stamps that picture into your mind. And then involuntarily, not by choice, that image keeps coming back again and again. That's why even like a car crash or coming upon a very bloody scene, that picture can come back again and again. June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as Grief and Loss, Abuse and Trauma, Depression and Suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org 
slash ccl. If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have questions about tonight's topics or any number of topics, we have over 100 keys for living that will help you address your situation. Uh, Whatever you might be dealing with, just call our customer support team and talk to them. They'll be happy to point you to some resources that will help you the most. They're uh, available at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And uh, their number uh, is uh, 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. Let me recommend one of our keys for living called Sexual Addiction, The Way Out of the Web. And customer support would be happy to help you get that or, again, whatever would be most helpful for you. Well, also check out our website to find some resources there at hopefortheheart.org slash store. All of our keys for living are there uh, being updated all the time. So it's uh, fresh information that you'll be getting there. And uh, we'd like to point you to that. Also, the Lifeline to Hope online training, which is a very helpful uh, training program that has helped pastors and churches looking to start or grow a care ministry in their church. Again, it's all there at hopefortheheart.org slash store. Now back to our conversation with Joe. Well, my friend, I am for you. I am for you getting the victory you want. And when you said last night you had a sexual stronghold, I knew you did not want this. So there are several things I want to communicate about a, a sexual addiction. First of all, a sexual addiction is compulsive, a, a compulsive dependence on erotic excitement. It it's okay. not it's not a person. It's becomes a relationship with erotic feelings, erotic excitement. But it it results in uh, detrimental patterns of thinking where your mind goes there when you're you're saying but I don't want those images um let, let me um let me share something with you that I was speaking one time at a seminary and I never will forget the people who came up to me they were all men 
um, that were in seminary, and I talked with one after another after another, and then, because uh, I was dressing, addressing the whole student body, and um, the last young man um, came up to me. He said, I think I need to just drop out of seminary because I don't feel I can get victory in my life. And, of course, I knew what I had just spoken on, which was sexual addiction. And I said, are you talking about a sexual addiction? He said, well, yes, I, I, but I don't want this in, in my mind and in my thinking, but I don't feel I deserve to be a pastor. <clears throat> and I said, would you, would you tell me what is your draw? What's drawing you sexually? And and he did mention um, what happened with when his mind would at all of a sudden begin to picture what he had seen previously uh, in pornography, and and I I remember. When I investigated, it, as, as, because I said, are you involved in, w like, with others physically? And he said no. Um, so I was trying to eliminate, was he, you know, soliciting prostitutes? Or, but I was asking some general questions, but it wasn't that. I said, would you like some good news? And he said, oh, I would, <clears throat> I would love some good news. Well, I said, and then I told him what I just told you. I said, in truth, when you have seen something that's very dramatic or traumatic, what happens inside your body is there is... A strong, a strong, either passion or it can be a strong emotion that that releases adrenaline from the adrenal gland. It's called often called epinephrine, and it travels through the bloodstream, and it literally um, paints that picture. Or I'm going to say stamps that picture into the brain. And then it comes back periodically, involuntarily. Yes. And as such, you can choose. Now, now see, now that, that is not sin. In other words, something that just comes back is not sin. What you do with that picture is what becomes sin. And you see, he right. had told me, once it comes back, he said, then I just act out. And I knew what he meant. Basically, self-sex. Now, I said, what you do with that picture is all important. Specifically, right then and there, you can say, God, I don't want that dominating me. Uh, Lord, I, I want to be 
thinking about what I need to think about. And there are different ways to take some erotic image. One thing you can do, and I'm going to say it because um, it may be that you could be walking down a street. You could be walking in a mall. You just see someone and for for many men what they can do it's not that this this is something that they always do but they if they make a choice to um, mentally undress that female or, or what would it be like to be married to her or what what would it be like you know and it's it, their, their minds think of all kinds of things and instead it could be, Lord, um, I pray that that, per, that woman, that girl, that um, she will be committed to you. I pray that she would want to serve you, that she would have a heart for you. And I pray for her future. So you begin to pray for her. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. So you're doing something positive instead of allowing your mind to go and to, to literally move into the sexual arena. Instead, right. you're doing something that, you know, who doesn't need prayer? <laughs> and right. um, so this is, this is one kind of thing that you can do, but I would suggest that what you'll want to do is to have a plan, no matter what. Have a plan of action so that whenever something happens, then you know that you're going to do this, whatever the this is. And, and you, you know, that's your default. That's where you go. Usually I pray about it and say lots of say lots of prayers and and I don't pay attention to the to the to the liar trying to tell me little whispering temptation things that that he does. I I pray a lot about it and I, and I find I find myself something to occupy something else to occupy my mind and and uh, and it's just, it's sometimes it's the stronghold broken, but it 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 it. it, it, it I don't know if others are that way, but it, it comes back later days or may sometimes it comes back you stays gone for a long time, but <clears throat> other times it comes back more than what I would like, that's for sure. And I I, I that, that's all I know to do to break the stronghold is to pray about it and ask God to relieve me of that and and uh he's faithful. He's faithful. Yes. Most of the time that that, that works pretty good. Well, there, it is not unusual because the Bible definitely refers to to lust, um, and yeah. God would God would never tell us to stop lusting without giving us the power to stop. I'm going to right. repeat that: God would never tell you to stop lusting without giving you the power to stop. Centuries ago, Martin Luther. He painted a graphic picture of this truth by quoting an even older proverb. You can't keep the birds from flying over your head, 
but you can keep them from making a nest in your hair. Isn't that funny? You can't keep yeah. the birds from flying over your head, but you can keep them from making a nest in your hair. So the starting point for victory is realizing that when a sexual thought flashes into your mind, first you redirect that sexual thought or replace it. And you're the only one. It, it, it is immediate. You're right. Exactly. Immediately. You're the only I mean, one. immediately. And you, it, no matter how many times it takes, you keep saying it, repeating it, whatever. You, you, you immediately stay, you stay in that prayer until, until it's gone, until it goes away. Mm-hmm. And it's not bothering, but not bothering you anymore. Because I'm sure there's other people that it's, that it's bothered. And um, it's not a part of me that I, that, I, that I like. It's part of me. It's on my four-step. Mm-hmm. And, and with, but... Uh, yeah, that's, that's what I do is I pray about it, and, and well, God help me. You know, this is um, an important verse in the Bible. In Job, the, the book of Job, 31, first verse, I made a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully at a young woman. And so that passage, Job 31, 1, uh, is... As soon as you find yourself drawn, literally, to a, a a woman, and if your mind starts sexualizing her, then you you turn your eyes. You don't. You do not keep looking. You re, you redirect that yes. sexual thought, and again, you're the only one who controls how long you will look at that person or entertain that thought, or how long you dwell on it. And you and you could quote that scripture, I've made a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully at a, a woman. You can say that scripture, and that way you're using the Word of God, and you just make a commitment with your eyes to literally move to something else. Again, yeah. you could pray for that person you can thank God and there's in fact there's something when we come back I'm going to share with you that I think you'll really like and it's ha- okay. it has to do with how how do you focus your thoughts uh, it's uh, and and there is a new purpose that you could have a new priority with a new plan and I'm going to talk about that purpose when we come back and okay. I thank you for wanting to be a godly man, and you're, you can achieve this. It's been 20 years since June Hunt was first called into international ministry through the translating of our Keys for Living into the Russian language. The Lord has refined our focus in recent years to partnership with ministry leaders in key global regions whose reach is expanding to international training events, radio programming, and impact across borders that only indigenous leaders could cross. God is multiplying hope through the translated Keys for Living and the globally relevant counseling model of June Hunt that you have come to understand as a valued listener of Hope in the Night. 
When you support our Hope for the Heart international ministry, you give directly to men and women who are giving their lives to equip and empower the church in their regions for the Lord's kingdom. Come with us around the world to share the hope of Christ. Visit us online at hopefortheheart.org forward slash international. As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually, they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God Himself, and He's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800-NIGHT-17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now, 800-644-4817. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver, and you are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of hope for the heart, and we want to thank you for your prayers and support of this ministry. If you have any questions or concerns about the topics on the program tonight, just call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help you navigate which of uh, our 100 topics and many more resources that are available, and they'll help you determine which ones are best for you, and they'll uh, be glad to do that. Let me recommend a couple of them to you. We have Sexual Addiction, The Way Out of the Web, also Habits and Addictions, Success in Self-Control. Those and so many other titles are available by calling customer support at 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. If you'd like to email them, you may do so at customer support at hopefortheheart.org. That's customer support at hopefortheheart.org, and they'll be happy to help you out. Returning now to our conversation with Joe. All right, my friend, I want you to picture something. Did you ever look at a target, a target that has rings on the outside and in the middle there's a, a black, uh, a, a black um, circle, but uh, it's filled in and like if you were doing target practicing for a, with a gun or a bow and arrow or something like that, did you ever shoot anything where there was a target? Yes, ma'am. What did you shoot? Uh, targets. They're, okay. they're, they're made out of straw. Artists uh, uh, are just gears. Okay. Were you, are, are, was it a, a bow and arrow? Or were, yeah, were you bow, tar- and arrow, bow and arrow. Oh, okay. Well, those targets, um, I want you to imagine that the rings there being three rings, an outer ring, a middle ring, and then an inner ring, and then there's the the bullseye, that black yeah. bullseye, okay? Now, imagine the outer ring being a new purpose in life. For example, 
whenever we're tempted, there's some pleasure that we get, and it's a strong pleasure. That and so if we can think, well, most you know, my purpose is to to get excitement or ple- huge pleasure out of doing this. Instead, you're going to have a new purpose, and the new purpose is not just to get pleasure and excitement, not 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 a sexual high. God's purpose for you is found in it's uh, it's in Scripture in Romans eight twenty nine, and that is you are listen. This is wonderful. You are predestined to be conformed to the character yeah. of Christ. Now that's amazing. You're predestined to be conformed to the character of Christ. So I want you to say this after me. I'll do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ. I'll do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ, and I will. Okay. So that's your heart, right? Yeah, Mm. that's from my heart. Yeah. So, see, it's God's purpose for me is to be conformed to the image of His Son, Romans 8, 29. So, when you think about a target, the outer ring is, I'll do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ. Now, the ring in the middle, the middle ring, is God's priority for you. God's priority is to change your thinking. Yes, and Romans ma'am. twelve two says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yes. So... You, One of my I'm, I'm, scriptures. That's great. So I want you to say this. I'll do whatever it takes to line up my thinking with God's thinking. I'll do whatever it takes to line up my thinking with God's thinking. Good. Say it again. I'll do whatever it takes to line up my thinking with God's thinking. One more time. I'll do whatever it takes to line up my thinking with God's thinking. Is that your heart? Yes. That's Good. my heart. Okay. So, you'll start with, I'll do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ. Say that one more time. I'll do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ. And you'll do that by, I'll do whatever it takes to line up my thinking with God's thinking. I'll do whatever it takes to line up my thinking with God's thinking. Excellent. Then that inside ring... Uh, is God's plan for you, and it's to rely on Christ's strength, not your strength, to be all God created you to be. So for you to, and of course this is Philippians 4, 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So your your job will be, I'll do whatever it takes to fulfill, to fulfill his plan, to fulfill his plan, in his strength. In his strength. See, it's not going to be your strength, it's going to be his strength. So, say that again, I'll do whatever it takes to fulfill his plan in his strength. I'll do whatever it takes to fulfill his plan in his strength. Right. And... What you've just said is, yes, you know 
okay, there are going to be times, just like everyone, we are all tempted just in different areas. So, for you, what you're going to do, and this is what you said earlier, if there is a sexual pull, you know that you don't want your mind going there. Now, the truth is, there will be something that will tempt you. But what you're going to do, you'll see that you can picture, it will possibly picture that image, or maybe you're just seeing someone for the first time. But you redirect that sexual thought, and you'll, you, you can say, I've made a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully at, at a woman. And, or you, you can do that, or you can say, no matter what, Lord, I pray that that woman will be a godly woman. I pray that she will uh, love you and be committed to you. I pray for whatever is best for her. But see, you're changing your thoughts. You're changing what you're going to be dwelling on. You're not going to dwell on what will pull you down. Instead, you're going to do what would be best for her as well as for you. Now, there's another way to do this. You can, um, you can literally, you see someone, and all of a sudden, if there is a sexual pull, you can say, I refuse to dwell on that thought. I refuse to let my eyes lead me into sexual sin. I am determined to be a man of moral integrity. By the way, I want you to say that after me. I'm determined to be a man... I'm determined to be a man of moral okay. integrity. Perfect. And see, that way you're you're stating to God your commitment. And then in prayer, you can literally say, Lord, I'm committing myself to be pure in my mind and in my body. I'm turning away from impurity, turning to you in purity, for purity. I'm yielding my thoughts and desires to your power to make me pure. And, you know, as you've... By the way, I'm going to send to you our... We call them keys for living on the topic of sexual addiction. And we have this all laid out. We have the wording. And you just... Take what you like. Take the parts that are natural for you. You can change any part of the wording, but it will give you something. You could write something out on a card, just a, like a three-by-five card, and um, just so that if, if you're wherever you are, if you have it in your wallet, wherever you are, you can just pull it out and just say, these are the things I'm going to say. This is what I, this is, this represents my heart. By the way, God does know your heart. He knows yes, that he you want freedom from anything that would pull you down, anything that would be sexually impure for you to be sexually pure. And, and he will honor that. And he will literally be your source 
for power. How does that sound to you? That sounds nice, June. Okay. Well, you will definitely uh, receive this uh, as we want to give this to you. I, I call this, um, and, and have detailed this, sexual addiction, the way out of the web. The way out of the, the way web. out of the web. Yeah. Okay. Because no one wants to be trapped like a, you know, like an insect uh, in, in a, a spider's web. Well, there's the World Wide Web um, uh, where there are all kinds of things. And, for example, I have a friend. Um, he, when he, because he had a sexual addiction, and um, he, he was my co-host on this program for 17 years. And I love this friend, my friend Jim. And he would, um, whenever there would be a, a time he would travel, instead of having the television, just whatever is in the room, um, he would put a, a cross and a picture of his wife, and he always, um, in, in fact, he would put a block on his room for sexual content, uh, like uh, the triple X movies that, that would yeah. come that could be accessed, and he would tell them when he checked in to the hotel, whatever, hotel or motel, he, he said, I don't want this. Um, would so and um, the main thing is he was very intentional and and what I know is um, as he later experienced in life uh, he became a sexual addiction counselor to help men or couples who struggle in this area because he knew what it was like as a young boy and you can't go yeah. back and change what happened at, at an earlier time, but you can always change what you do now. So yeah. I am proud of you. I can tell, I hear that you want victory and you can achieve victory. And we can be a part of helping you to, because we answer all kinds of questions in our material on sexual addiction. And just know that God literally has a heart for you to have that full victory. And so the main thing is you have to immediately take action when you are drawn. Don't dwell on anything that would literally create lust within you. Uh, you literally can have His victory. You later, literally claim, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So my friend, I'm proud of you. I'm glad we had the opportunity to talk today. You hang on to hope. We will send our keys for living on sexual addiction called The Way Out of the Web. We'll send that to tonight's caller. And we do that free of charge because of your generous support of this ministry. And if you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate. And we thank you. 
You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.